I'm not coming with you, Lily said to Alix on the day they were supposed to leave their Swiss finishing school and travel to Paris to truly begin the adventure called life. Alix laughed. You mean you're too lazy to pack and want me to do it for you? She pulled Lily's suitcase out from under the bed of the room they shared at Le Manoir. But Lily shook her head. I promised mother before we left LA that I'd come home after a year. She wrote to remind me. But you let me think. Alix cut herself off and sank onto the bed. Lily was lying on her back, staring at the ceiling. In her hand, gripped so tightly it was starting to crumple, was a photograph of Lily, Alix, and their friend Bobby, taken at a county fair in LA the week before the girls left for Switzerland. The mangling of that cherished image of the three of them told Alix that Lily was hurting more than Alix right now. Alix slid onto her knees on the floor so she could stroke her friend's hair. I'm sorry, she whispered. Her words made Lily start to cry, no, to sob. I'm sorry too. It'll be all right, Alix said softly, swallowing all the other words. You let me think for this whole year that you were coming to Paris when the entire time you knew you weren't. Because she could see in Lily's tears that the plans they'd made of renting a room in a pension and taking French lovers and walking home at night from a night out in Montmartre via the Eiffel Tower had been a wish Lily had made herself believe in. As if an enchantress were going to divide her in two, sending one part back to her mother and Peter Brooks, the man Lily's mother wanted her to marry, and the other half on to Paris with Alix. For the first time, Alix was glad no one had ever expected anything of her, but the only path she had to follow was the one she made for herself. Affection, a mother's caress, a father's pride were her losses, but Lily's losses, the ability to trust herself and to choose, were substantial and painful too. I'll miss you so much, was all she said, which was true. She'd seen Lily every day of her life since she was 13 years old. But when Alix went on to Paris and Lily home to L.A., who knew when they'd see one another again? Take this. Lily thrust the creased photo of three smiling, happy people into Alix's hand. I have another one at home. And Bobby has one, too. I always meant to give one to you because... She stopped, and Alix knew Lily didn't want to say it aloud because you couldn't afford to buy one yourself. The three musketeers, Alix said, trying to make Lily smile. No, Lily was adamant. A band of people can change their mind about one another. The three of us never will. We're, she thought for a moment, the three points of a triangle. Without one, the triangle doesn't exist which only made Alix pick herself up off the floor and throw herself onto the bed, where everything disintegrated into a teary, soggy embrace. Then Lily drew back and smiled at Alix. You're like the sidekick in a movie, she said, which didn't sound especially complimentary. Until she added, everyone thinks the star is the one they should watch, the one they should love. But sometimes the sidekick steals the show, and everyone wonders why they hadn't noticed her before. That's you she said very firmly to Alix, who did not believe this prophecy at all. You're the one worth watching. Only the truest friend would say such a thing while she tucked her own dreams away and watched the person she'd always called her sister pick up her suitcase and go off and live them instead. 
I love you, Alix said, her eyes leaking tears again. Until triangles don't exist, Lily said, with a grin that had them both sniffing in a very unfinishing school-like manner. Two days later, Alix Saint-Pierre stood in the very center of the Pont Alexandre III between two nymphs that were poised and ready to dive with utter abandon into the water. Above her head, orb-shaped Art Nouveau lamps shone like a strand of full moons bejeweling the dawn. Adorning the bridge to her left and right were cherubs and flying horses and lions and scallop-edged seashells, everything that was spirited and wild and impulsive and impossible but it was all right there in front of her. So it wasn't impossible. Not now.